Welcome back to the Intentional Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Ange Barnard, and today we're talking about clarifying your vision for 2023. You want to listen to this episode if you are someone who wants to be really proud of yourself for how you show up this next year. You want to make yourself proud. You want to be intentional about how you spend your time how you spend your energy, how you spend your money, who you hang out with. You want to be intentional about your life, right? Because you know you only got one life here, right? So we don't want any regrets. We all can agree with that. So I think if that's you, then you know that you need a vision for the direction that you want to take your life. Because how else can you be intentional if you don't have a vision? Think about it. It's like if I don't have a vision of the kind of person that I want to be as far as how I spend my money, like the kind of life that I want to live, that I'm not going to be intentional with the way that I spend my money. And if you think about it, there's a lot of people that aren't, right? They just like blow their money on all random things. And then they're like, oh, I don't have enough money. And it's like, why? Because you weren't intentional about it. But what if you had a vision of the kind of life you wanted to live, how you wanted to feel in your body? You know, the kind of house you want to have, the kind of car that you want to have, right? Then what? You would spend your money in a different way because your brain would know that this is a priority to me, right? And I need to spend my money in a way that aligns with my vision. What I love about having a vision that it makes you be really intentional about everything, not just how you spend your money, but your energy and who you surround yourself with. Because you're like, hey, if I want to be this healthy person, then it's not going to serve me to be hanging out with a bunch of really unhealthy people because my brain is going to mirror that behavior. I don't have a choice in that. Like, although we have willpower, right? But the brain, mirror neurons, we copy behavior, right? We all know this. This is why you're the average of the five. You hear that, that you spend the most time with. You end up being more like them. But when you decide who you want to be, then you change who you need to hang out with to be that person. This is what I'm talking about being intentional, but it starts with a vision. So on this episode, I'm going to share with you some stories about how I got obsessed with visioning and why I'm sitting here holding the mic right now and preaching to you around why you need to have a vision. And obviously it has to do with the fact that having a vision for my life has obviously truly changed my life for the better. I used to be the person that wasn't intentional about my time, my energy, all that stuff. I was just kind of like going through the motions. But when I got clear on that vision, I allowed myself to dream. I started taking intentional action and I've been able to make some of my wildest dreams come true. And I'm so excited to see what's next because now my brain has proof. It's like, oh, like you, you can show up and be that person. You can make these dreams come true. And a lot of us, we need some more evidence of that in our lives. So first, we need a vision, okay? So I'm going to tell you some of those stories. I also am going to tell you three reasons why, just to clarify a little more, why you need to have that vision. This is something I talk about in the Clarify Your Vision workshop, or if you've ever attended one of the retreats, I talk about the brain perspective of why you need to have a vision, the energetic perspective, and the biblical perspective. And you can choose that you love all of the things or you can ditch out any of them. It doesn't matter. But I think that they're all relevant and important to point out. So I'm going to point all of those perspectives out around why you need to have a vision. 
at the time of this recording, there is still time to sign up for the Clarify Your Vision 2023 afternoon retreat. It's happening on Sunday, January 8th. And you can sign up at bit.ly forward slash CYV2023. This link was having some issues before. And thankfully, y'all messaged me and told me, thank you so much for letting me know. I don't know what was going on, but it seems like it's working now. So bit.ly forward slash CYV2023. If you use the code BLISS it gets you 25% off. That means it's less than $50 to attend the afternoon retreat. So real quick, I'm going to tell you what's involved and then I promise you I'm going to get to the content. And if you're like, eh, I'm annoyed, you can look fast forward this right now. Okay. So what is involved is you're going to start off the event with some movement. Don't be freaked out about this. Anyone can do this workout that we're going to be doing. I'm going to bring in some science, teach you a few things around different movement that you can do anywhere. So we're just going to get our heart rate up. Not, nothing crazy. Anyone can do this. You can bring a yoga mat if you want. And then we're going to move into a little bit of yoga. Um, my friend, Melissa McIntosh, who owns the Southern Bliss Yoga Studio in Sumter, South Carolina, is going to be leading us through the yoga portion. Uh, she is an amazing teacher. She also teaches other teachers and runs the studio. So she's a good person to help us with that. And then my friend Tyler Gravely is also a meditation teacher. She's going to be guiding us through meditation. So that's how we're starting off this event. And then after that, we're moving into the content. We're going to learn about visioning and all that good stuff. And then we're going to walk you through how to set goals for each area of your life. You're going to do some dreaming work so you can get out of your head into your heart and really think about who you really want to be, right? And then, we're, yep, we're going to walk through each area of your life, set you some goals, and then we're going to turn them into brain-based goals. And then after that, we are going to learn how to create a vision board that aligns with how your mind works, okay? So this is a very different type of workshop. If you've ever attended a vision board workshop before, I can promise you I'm way nerdier than that person that did that vision board workshop. So we're going to bring in some science. It's going to be fun. Some really cool people have already registered and I'm really excited to see everybody there. So yeah, it's going to be fun. Okay, I can't wait. Okay, so sign up bit.ly forward slash CYV2023. If you have an issue with that link, please email me at angembarnard at gmail.com. But if you look in the details section of this episode, you're going to see the link. So go ahead and just click and you can go from there. Use the code BLISS for 25% off. Okay. Enough. I'm done advertising over here. Now let's get into the content. And then I also I'm going to tell you about another offering at the very end. There's a lot of fun offerings happening. And the reason why I'm telling you all this stuff is because I want you to be a part of it. I want you to have fun. I want you to have the community that's going to support you and being who you want to be. Okay, so done. Let's move on. So let me tell you the story. So how did I get obsessed with this whole visioning stuff? So vision boards and I go way back to, I remember even being a kid and posting pictures of things on my wall and having those dreams and thinking about how cool it would be if that came to be and stuff. I remember that. And I remember my two first vision board workshops. Um, one was with my sister and some of her friends. And I think it was like my early years in college. And then another one was with someone who was basically like a grandma to me. Um, she was like in her 70s and she invited a few friends over and made cookies and stuff. And I think they just humored me and let me teach them some vision stuff. 
So it was always something that I thought was so fun to do, to create a vision board, to craft a vision, right? But I wasn't the person shouting from the mountaintop saying, everyone needs to do this. And I feel like now I'm that person because something switched one year. And it was the year that I started bringing in the science into what I was doing. I started making it about identity and who I wanted to be, not just about what I wanted to have. That was the shift that happened. And when you think about how the mind works and the subconscious and how it's very identity focused and the subconscious is responsible for 95% of our results, no wonder, no wonder that came to be. So it was the year that I had just gotten married. I moved from Michigan to South Carolina. I had a vision board workshop set up. And I remember that year when I was preparing for the workshop, I went through my own vision, was setting my goals, and I just allowed myself to dream big. And I remember writing things down that I felt so much doubt about, like I had no idea how those things would come to be. And I remember feeling fraudy with some of the titles I wrote down as far as who I wanted to be. I was like, mm, how's that going to happen? Right. I felt all those feelings. I even remember feeling like I didn't even want to tell my workshop attendees that those are my dreams because I was like, how are they going to be? Like, there's just so much doubt around it, but I still allowed myself to push through and dream big. And so I'll tell you one of the things that was on that list. It was to be a consultant. And this was a title that I just wanted to have. I was like, I want to be a consultant. I want to be able to go in environments and teach people something, right? And help them. And I felt fraudy about writing that title down because I had never held that role before, um, at least on paper. And yeah, I didn't know how that was going to be. And when I look back at that girl, my old self, I'm so proud of her because I look now at my current self. And since then, I've been able to create a consulting business and I was hired with major contracts, holding major contracts with the federal government to do consulting work. And that girl back then felt so fraudy about calling herself that. But you know what she did? She decided that's who she wanted to be and she took action on it. She took intentional action and then was that person. And now I don't feel, I'm sitting here, I don't feel like a fraud saying I'm that person. It's just interesting though, but it started with a vision and then it led to intentional action and then that led to being that person. There were some other things on that list that are crazy stories. I don't know if I want to go into all the crazy stories on this episode, but um, let's talk about one. So that year, I remember looking at a magazine. It was Yoga Journal. So Yoga Journal, if you're not familiar, is, is a popular yoga magazine. And they had put an advertisement out looking for ambassadors to represent the magazine. That's what they called them. And they were going to pick two people to travel around and represent the magazine, blog about it, all that stuff. And they were looking for yoga teachers. And I had been teaching yoga for about a year and a half, but I I am the kind of yoga teacher that can't do all the crazy poses that you see in magazines and stuff like that. The balancing, like I just, I don't do them. I'm sure, you know, with practice and things like that, I could. But I'm just not, I don't identify as that kind of yogi. I'm just like the one that likes to just move my body and this is not complicated, that kind of thing. That's who I am. So I remember thinking that'd be so fun to do, but I don't think they would want me. Like they probably want someone who's been teaching yoga, traveling, can do all the crazy poses, all the things. That's what's showing up in my mind. But I was like, you know what? I'm putting this on the board. So I ripped that article out 
put it on the board. And I remember I sent a video over because you had to do a video application. I sent it over the day it was due. And I got a call back. They called me back. And I'm laughing now because I remember thinking like, this is nuts. Because they advertised it to uh, the US and I think the UK as well. And so it was advertised all over the place. And they called me back. And I remember the dates that the you had a, they were going to fly you to Colorado and you were going to interview there. And the dates that they scheduled were dates that I already had a trip planned to Thailand. And there was no backing out of that trip dates because that was when my husband had work off and we already paid for everything. And I thought for sure they were like, well, it was an interview on the phone. I thought for sure they're like, well, this is when it's happening. So you're out. Like, we'll look at other candidates. But they actually contacted me back and was like, is there any way that you can change those dates? And I was like, no, I mean, this is when my husband has the time off. And they were like, well, what if we paid for you and your husband to fly back out to Thailand? Then would you be able to? And I was like, what? Like, who even offers that? And then, um, you guys, what ended up happening was my husband ended up, long story short, he went to Thailand. And I came a few days later. But I was, I went, they flew me out to Denver. I interviewed for all of the stuff. And uh, then they flew me, flew me out to Thailand. So they bought me a new ticket. They bought me insurance, medical insurance with my ticket. So travel medical insurance. And why this is relevant is I, so after we did all the interviewing stuff, I was in Thailand and I got, long story short, I got into a moped crash. Um, this person was driving the opposite direction with her two-year-old and my husband had slammed the brakes so he didn't hit her and we like wiped out road rash. And when I went to go stand up, my kneecap moved over to the side and I had tore, completely tore my ACL, cracked my kneecap, did a bunch of other damage to it. It was nuts. Well, that made it so I was not able to do the, to be the ambassador. So what was cool was my medical expenses was paid for because of the ticket they bought me, which is not something I would have decided to purchase. Um, And I really felt like it was a sign, like it was God showing me like, yeah, Ange, your dreams are possible. Like you can be this, like look at all these doors opening up for you but I no longer want this for you. I have a better plan for you. And I remember trusting that. Like I was still so proud because I was like, dang, we manifested that. But then I was like, that door is closing for a reason. Like God has a better plan for me. And you know what plan God had for me was to get the training role in Beaufort, South Carolina. That gave me so much confidence as a trainer. I would have never been able to be a trainer had I not lost that other opportunity because I would have been gone traveling, right? And that training opportunity truly changed my life. I was able to meet so many cool people and like I needed the confidence as a trainer. Um, So I'm just, it's cool because both of those things were on my vision board, the consultant and the trainer, which is funny. And there's more to all of those stories, but that's just a little bit of it. And um, because I feel like it's kind of like little God winks, like God's like, I see you like and I acknowledge this dream and I got something better for you. And that's what I want you to think about when you do your vision board and you come up with all your visions and your goals, set them, declare them and then let it go. Let it go. Don't be also attached to it looking a certain way. Say this or something better. That's one of my favorite prayers is saying, hey, I want this or something better. Because ultimately what you want is to feel a certain way. That's really your truly your real goal. 
Why do we do anything? Because we think it's going to make us feel a certain way. Why do we want a certain kind of job? Because we think that job is going to make us feel a certain way or a certain relationship. We think that relationship is going to make us a cer- feel a certain way, right? That's why we do it. We talk about that in the vision course too. We talk about your feelings and how that's your real goal. And when you set your vision board, you really got to be mindful of the feelings that's being generated. Some of y'all set goals that don't make you feel that you're actually not excited about. Like so often I see people set goals where they're like, I'm going to run a marathon. And they really don't even want to run a marathon. They just think it sounds good because someone else they know did. And it's not even something that's really exciting to them. So then therefore they don't train for the marathon and they don't run the marathon because their heart was never in the marathon to begin with. So that's some other stuff that we're going to be checking you for. Like, is this truly your vision or is this somebody else's? So, all right. I got a little sidetracked there. Okay, so those are some of the fun stories I wanted to share with you. And real quick, I want to go over the perspectives, why you got to do this. So number one, I think is the brain-based perspective. And this is simply how your brain works. The brain has a part of it, which you've probably heard of, called the reticular activating system. In a nutshell, what this does is it acts like a filter. It filters out information that's coming in so that you can focus on what it believes is most important to you. This is the reason why you're listening right now and you can actually pay attention to me, despite all the stimuli that's happening around you. You can focus here and you can zone out the rest of the stuff. It's because your reticular activating system. It's because you've decided, hey, this is important, brain. I want you to focus on this, filter out what isn't important. So what you do is when you create a vision board, what you do is you tell the brain, this is important to me. I want you to prioritize this. I want you to find opportunities that align with this. And then what happens is your brain doesn't filter out things that relate to your vision. Whereas if you don't tell it this is important to you, it filters it out and you don't even see those opportunities. This is why when you're looking for a new car, you've heard of this, what do you end up seeing? The car that you're looking for everywhere. And you're like, dang, there's a lot of those cars everywhere, those Toyota Priuses or whatever you're looking for. They're all over the place. I didn't notice that before. Well, you didn't. You wanna know why? Because your brain filtered it out. But then when you decided that that's what you wanted, your brain was like, oh, now I see it, I see it, I see it. So when you create a vision board, again, you're telling your brain, brain, look for opportunities like this for me. Like how did I end up, you know, um, being a consultant? I declared it, but you know, my brain sought out opportunities to be a consultant. It found them for me, right? The same as the trainer part of it. I had to take action on that vision, but my brain had to see the opportunity for me to take action. You have to declare what it is that is important to you. This is also related to what's called selective attention. And basically what this is, is like you tell your brain to pay attention to this. It's the same thing. It's all related to your reticular activating system. Um, The brain also does something where it needs priorities. It needs to prioritize that this is more important than this. And making the vision board is a way that you're prioritizing something. Because otherwise, you know what the brain does? It's very survival-based. It prioritizes survival and feeling comfortable, not dreams and goals, right? You got to make it do that. And you do that with the vision board. And you do it with acting like the person that you want to be. That's some of the work that we do in the Commit to Your Vision program. I'll tell you more about that at the end. But okay, next perspective is the energetic perspective. 
this is based on the belief that every single thing is made up out of energy, right? And if you want to bring something into your life, the belief here is that you need to be an energetic match for that thing. So an example would be like, let's say I wanted to be a consultant. Then I'm envisioning myself in my mind being a consultant, acting like a consultant and feeling as if it already is. And then that's example of the doing the work to turn to the channel, to be in the same frequency of being a consultant. That's the belief here. It's kind of like a radio station. When you turn to a station, it brings in the music, right? You have to be on a certain frequency. I know this energy stuff can sound so crazy to people. Like they're like, that's too woo for me. But really think about it. Radio station, you have to turn to a frequency. It brings the music in. If you're off a little bit, what happens? Static, can't hear all the music, or you're on a different channel, right? Everything is energy. Everything vibrates at a certain frequency. So the belief here is when you make the vision board and you start envisioning and you start to feel what it feels like to be that person, you become a match for it. You start turning to the channel of it and it starts showing up in your life. That's the belief here. Okay, so Albert Einstein talks a lot about this stuff too. I won't go into all the details um, right now, but I just want to say, period, everything is energy. And are you generating the right kind of energy to be who you want to be? That's the question. Like, that's what we got to figure out. What energy is needed? And I'm telling you, it's the energy of acting as if. This is where the biblical perspective comes in. So there's a bunch of stuff in the Bible that talks about having a vision. Without a vision, people perish. Um, There is quotes about believing that you have received something and then that's how it becomes yours. For example, in Mark eleven twenty four, 24, it says, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Similar to the concept of acting as if it's already done, right? And that's, in a sense, turning to the station to bring that thing in. I think it's interesting in how all these perspectives relate to each other. Um, Okay, so the next thing I want to bring up, I'm looking at my notes right now. Okay, in Habakkuk, I always bring up the story and you're going to hear me say it again, especially if you come to clarify your vision event. But Habakkuk was a prophet. Long story short, this is me paraphrasing everything. He was frustrated that life wasn't working out the way that he wanted to. So he calls out to God and he's like, help me. Like, what the heck? You know? And this is what he says. This is what God says. Write the vision, make it plain on tablets that the one who reads it may run. For the vision awaits its appointed time. Although it tarries, you wait for it, it will surely come. So this guy that's frustrated about how life is, what's happening. The first response that God says is write the vision. It's kind of like saying like, Okay, you're frustrated with how things are going. You need to get clear on who you want to be. Get that first. Get Clarify that vision. And then trust, trust. For the vision awaits its appointed time. Although it tarries, you wait for it. It will surely come. I love this so much. Makes my heart so happy to read. Because that's, I mean, that's the hard part is the trusting part of it. And um, I also think the part of acting, acting as if that can be hard too. So what's going to be helpful to you? 
is if you get yourself what I call a be, act, have recipe. You figure out how you need to act, how you need to behave. This is something that we do in the Commit to Your Vision program where we take your vision and we look and say, okay, who do I need to be then? Like, what does that look like in my everyday? How do I need to spend my time, my energy? It's the stuff that people don't figure out and that's why a lot of people are not able to bring their vision into reality. And also because they don't have the accountability and they know that they need it. So we do that work in the Commit to Your Vision program. This program I've ran twice before. It's my favorite program. It's so fun to be surrounded by people that just lift you up and cheer you on. And you're all talking about your dreams. You're taking action on it and you're held accountable to it. Okay, so I'm going to offer that program. It's going to be, I'm going to consider it a pilot program because it's been a long time since I've ran this program and I want to like, work on some things and test some things out. So this is why it's going to be offered at a very low rate. If you've ever worked with me one-on-one, you know the rate that I'm saying this program is, is significantly low. So I want to make it accessible to you. So I clarify your vision. The afternoon retreat, I'm going to offer it and you get a discount if you attended the clarify your vision retreat. Um, If not, though, you can still sign up for it. It's going to be $497 for almost three months of group coaching where we're really focused on one specific goal in your life that we're going to move for. We're going to consider all your goals, but I'm going to make you hone in on one specific area. But don't worry, you're going to create a be, act, have recipe for every single area of your life. And you'll learn more about what that is in the Commit to Your Vision program. Some of the next episodes you're going to hear are going to be stories of people who attended the Commit to Your Vision program or the Clarify Your Vision program. So you can kind of just hear what it's like. I'll be sharing those stories with you in the next episode. Anyways, I hope you have an awesome day. I hope you're considering joining us for Clarify Your Vision or you're thinking about joining us for Commit to Your Vision. That program is gonna start January 19th and it's gonna run until the end of March and we're gonna meet every other week on Thursday evening. Okay, so just put it down, put it in your calendar and message me if you have any questions. All the links to sign up for the stuff is gonna be in the details section. All right. I hope you have an awesome day. I hope you're thinking about who you want to be and you're getting excited about what's to come. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.